With doubt storming within him, Peter began to sink, but looking up, he saw you walking on the water, and realizing that you are truly God, he accepted the saving hand, exclaiming, Alleluia! 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 Hearing as you as you passed by, the blind man cried out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. And you, by calling out to him, opened his eyes. Likewise, in your mercy, open the eyes of my soul, that I may cry out to you. Jesus, creator of the heavenly spirits, Jesus, deliverer of the poor, Jesus, savior from evil spirits, Jesus, artist of all creation, Jesus, comforter of my soul, Jesus, enlightenment of my mind, Jesus, joy of my heart, Jesus, health of my body, Jesus, my Savior, save me, Jesus, my light, enlighten me, Jesus, deliver me from all my torments. Jesus, save me unworthy though I be. Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me. Slava Isus Christu, Slava Navike. Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. This is Father Beza Malovrini again doing another podcast. And I'm doing something a little different today. I, I started with um, a verse from the Akathist hymn to the uh, Jesus Christ. And I'm also recording two ways here. I'm recording on my usual Podbean pod, 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 podcast. But I'm also um, recording on my Facebook site, um, Father Basil uh, Facebook site as well. Um, so I'm recording two ways for more people to hear my message. Um, so it was interesting. I picked that phrase from the Kafist hymn because uh, the gospel today, this ninth Sunday, after Pentecost, the Sunday after the Transfiguration, yesterday was Transfiguration, I'll talk a little bit about that maybe too, uh, the gospel was Jesus walking on the water. And Peter, of course, we know the story, Peter was trying to um, walk on the water as well. And he fell and he had lost his faith because of all the wind and the storm around him. And Jesus had to rescue him. So I thought that these words today that we have um, were very um, were very good in 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 talking about um, the gospel message today. So let's just go through them again. 
with doubt storming within him, Peter began to sink. But looking up, he saw you walking on the water. And realizing that you are truly God, he accepted the saving hand. You know, in our life, there are many times that we can feel like we are sinking. There are many times that we can feel like, you know, things are going all, there's so much craziness around us. But yet, even though we are failing in life, even though we are feel like we are sinking, we can always call Jesus to pull us out of our sinkhole, just like Peter did when he was drowning in the lake. And, of course, it's not necessarily the uh, physical uh, drowning that we're going through. And although that we are going to have times in our life that we are um, physically sick, that we are quite ill, and even, you know, on our deathbed, and we know that we all are going to leave this life eventually, but it's more the, the sinking in our spiritual lives. You know, do we serve God the way we should? Do we serve God through our prayers, through our sacrifices, through our good works to other people, through our fasting, all those things, all those things that we should be doing constantly. And unfortunately, this is not always the case. The The ways of the world are so strong that they tempt us to not be the best Christians we can be. And I'm just going to, you know, read some, we should know these things, you know, they're called the precepts of the church as Catholics, as Christians who have been baptized and raised in our church. We should know these different things, but we don't always remember them. So we must worship God with the church every Sunday and on all holy days of obligation. We must confess one's sins in the holy mystery of repentance. We must receive Holy Communion at least once a year during the Easter season. We must keep holy the holy days of obligation. And we must fast and practice abstinence on the days appointed by the church and to contribute to the support of the church. Those are called the precepts of the church. And again, because of the way that the temptations of the world come around us all the time, it is we sometimes are so busy with life. We are sometimes so unprepared to sacrifice the things of this world for God's sake. And we make a lot of excuses in life, you know. 
we say, well, I'm so busy with work. I'm so busy with my family. I'm so busy going, you know, I need some rest. I work so hard every day. I don't have time for for church otherwise. Oh, we're getting an emergency Amber Alert okay, as I'm doing this. All right, so um, what was I now? I was talking about, you know, the precepts of the church and, you know, even using a technology like I'm doing when I'm recording these uh, podcasts. You know, there's so much temptations on our phones, so much, oh, I, you know, I just want to veg out and watch a movie. I'm going to watch some sports games. I'm just going to, you know, go on the internet. I'm guilty of that too. You know, you could spend a couple hours in no time researching things and this, no, not, <laughs> not doing what we're supposed to be doing in life. And, you know, we, we have to really think about what does Jesus want from us today? What does Jesus ask from us every day of our life. And is it so hard to give him a few minutes of our time daily in our prayer life? Is it so hard for us to give him a few minutes of our time to help one another? Is it so hard to give him a few minutes of our time every day to pray for one another? to pray for those who are um, in bad situations in their life. You know, it's we, we really have to think about that. So, you know, worshiping God every Sunday, that's, uh, that's the precept of the church. And on holy days of obligation. So there's a few days during the year on, you know, Christmas doesn't always fall on a Sunday, so we know we're supposed to go to church on Christmas. But there's other days of holy days of obligation too. There's one coming up soon um, called the the Domitian of the Mother of God on August 15th. That's a holy day of obligation. If at all possible, we should be going to church that day. And of course, it's a work day. And, you know, we, we have things to do. But at the very least, if we can't go to church, we should be praying at home, praying a rosary, praying an hour, praying something to give glory to God for all that he's given to us, you know. Um, so I just want to talk now a little bit about uh, the transfiguration that we celebrated yesterday, which was another important feast day. And this is the feast day that we remember where Jesus took uh, three of his apostles to Mount Tabor. Um, the apostles, Peter, 
John and James, and he was transfigured in front of them, they saw his divinity. They saw the, the, the divine light shine through his body. And, you know, the, the, the words are, he became dazzling as white, as clothes. And, um, you know, eventually they heard the voice of God and they saw the dove come down in the form of the Holy Spirit upon him. And he was conversing with Elijah and Moses. And, you know, sometimes we miss the point of our creation, of why we are existing on this earth. Again, we we think, we, we put too much um, importance on ourselves and on our work. Sometimes we put too much importance of how much resources we have, how much money we have, how much, you know, family we have. All those things are good. Like there's nothing wrong with all those things. But at the same time, at the same time, why are we created? We are created to serve God and to love God and to be with God forever. If, if we are not living our life to love God and to serve God, we are missing the point. We are just missing the point of existence of our creation. Right? So the church, you know, we often think, well, the church is so, um, there's too many rules in the church. Why does the church have all these rules? Why do we have to worship on Sunday? Why do we have to worship on holy days of obligation? Why do we have to follow the commandments? Why do we have to do this? Why do we have to do that? You know, it's like the priest and the bishops and the Pope are this taskmasters. You know, they're whipping us and saying, oh, you know, if you don't do these things, your soul is going to be damned. No, well, hopefully we don't say those things. Maybe we do once in a while when we get upset. But we have to remember that the whole purpose is to be with God. And these, the, the church teaches us ways, these are the ways that we can serve God. These are the ways that we can, you know, show our love for God by going to church, by praying for one another, by, you know, helping one another and fasting for one another and, you know, doing good works for one another. These are so important for our salvation because the church teaches us it's not about us. It's not about our individual selves. You know, that, that's, that's the problem in the world. The world thinks that we are, we are number one, that I, I as an individual has to be number one. It's all about me. It's not all about me. It's not all about myself or my, it's not even all about my family. It's not all about my, my job and my wealth and my resources I have. It has nothing to do with that. It's about 
our love for God. That's what it's all about. Okay? So we have to remember that. We really, really, truly have to remember that all the time. And what else can I say about this? It's it's so easy to get caught up with the world affairs. It's so easy to get caught up with criticizing one another, by looking at the faults of one another, by saying, well, you know, this priest doesn't do things the way I like, or this priest is too boring, or this, you know, he doesn't say things that make me feel good, so I'm not going to go to church. And again, we're caught up with our own selfishness. We're caught up with our own, you know, wanting us to be number one. Wanting myself, you know, I, I'm always thinking about myself first. And that's the problem in the world. We can't think about ourselves first. That is not uh, the way God wants us to live. He wants us to live according to what he taught to us. And that is total and complete sacrifice. So, you know, when we're thinking, oh, you know, today I'm not working. Today I'm, I'm going to have some time off. You know, maybe we should think about praying. Maybe we should think about helping someone. Maybe we should be thinking about going to church and praying with other people for the, for the salvation of the world. Those are the kinds of things maybe we should be thinking about. You know, not thinking about, well, I'll go, you know, to the lake or go to have a good time. I'll go, um, you know, watch my sports games or go watch and, and, uh, you know, relax a little bit. All those things are okay to do in moderation but they're they are not it's not about that it's not about that anymore in this world it's about helping one another grow closer to christ it's about helping one another becoming um the people god wants us to be and gaining eternal life in heaven this is what it's all about and you may like what I say. You may not like what I say. doesn't matter. I'm saying what I need to be said. It needs to be said, you know. And uh, I'm nobody is perfect. And I'm not saying that we are not all sinners. I'm the greatest sinner of all of the people. But we still have to strive towards perfection. We have to strive towards holiness. And, 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 um, when we fall, when we fail, as I said earlier, this like, um, Peter failed during, uh, his attempt to walk on the water. And he had little faith. And he reached out to Jesus. Jesus needs to be the first person we reach to. Jesus needs to be the person that we want to be with constantly. He needs to be the one. 
He needs to be the one to, to help us overcome every issue in our life. Because if we don't have Jesus in our life, our life is purposeless. If we don't have Jesus to turn to, we are, we are just going to, to, to be constantly searching and constantly not getting, uh, the, the, the spiritual nourishment we need to, to be worthy of the heavenly kingdom, you know? So, um, hopefully we can pray more in our lives. Hopefully we can go to church more in our lives. And hopefully we can, you know, help one another and not think about ourselves all the time, but think about others first. This is the number one thing we need to do. And again, um, going to church, confessing our sins in a mystery of repentance, receiving Holy Communion, keeping holy the day's obligation, and uh, fasting and practicing abstinence, especially you know, on Fridays. And, and this is another thing that people disregard these days. They're, they're like, well, we don't have to eat. Uh, we can eat meat whenever we want. Uh, we don't have to f- uh, follow the, the, the fasting rules of the church anymore. It's, 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 you know, blah, blah, blah. We make all these excuses. Well, why? Why are we making excuses? Do we not have other foods that we can eat on Fridays? Are there nothing else that we can eat? You know, uh, this is, this is a sign of sacrifice. We have to learn how to sacrifice for one another and to sacrifice for God. This is, this is a part of that. So this, uh, not eating particular type of food on a particular day is not going to kill us. You know, we, we can, we can learn that food is not, what we eat is not as important as what we put into our souls. You know, our souls need to be nourished more than anything. That's the number one thing. And, you know, when, when, uh, the apostles, Peter and John and James saw Jesus during this transfiguration and, you know, they must have been overjoyed to see who Jesus really is. But yet they still, ha- they still lack faith. They still sometimes lacked understanding of what they need to do in life in order to gain eternal life in heaven. You know, they have to, they have to give up their selfishness. They have to give up what they wanted in life in order to do God's will to be his apostles. And that's the thing I think we need to learn as well. I need to learn that. <laughs> I need to learn that, first of all, to give up my will, to give up what I want in order to do what God wants me to do. That's the number one thing. All right? So, um, you know, as we are pulled out of the, uh, out of the sinkholes of life, 
as Jesus, we need to ask Jesus for his help and his mercy every single day. So hopefully you you got some things out of this podcast and this uh, video that I uh, produced. And this is how I'll be doing it from now on, hopefully. God bless you. Have a great day.